I always love it when a random idea pops into my head, and I feel like that's what makes this show really special. This is the MCOC and Me podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rossi. For those of you who are unfamiliar with what I do, I'm a guitar player, but I'm also a behind-the-scenes guy for a lot of bands that tour, specifically uh, rock, pop, and country. And most recently, I got done working with a band named Dream Theater. They recently released a live DVD and CD that was shot in London back in February. I got my copy of it, and it rocks. Get yourself one, but while watching it, I was going through a lot of emotions because due to the pandemic, my career has been on hold for a little bit, and I miss the atmosphere of venues, the the crowds, the band, just all the loud noises going on constantly. It's just things I can't really describe, but... I started thinking, what if I was to hypothetically take certain champions within the game and turn them into a rock band with the crew tied to them as well? And that's what this episode is. I have created a rock band from certain Marvel Contest of Champion champions. So I'm going to kick things off. We're just going by the band personnel. Starting off on lead vocals, Black Bolt. Now I know that with his voice, there is a little bit of a volume issue because he can destroy a lot of people, a lot of places, and a lot of things. But I feel like if there was some sort of a dampener or some sort of a compressor that they could put on his vocal cords, we could turn him into a singer. He definitely has the ability to project. So maybe we just got to fine tune some pitches And also, that's just a really cool name for a vocalist, Black Bolt. Put him right front and center. There's your vocalist. He'll rock the house every night. And plus, I kind of feel like he would have this really cool 80s metal, like Ronnie James Dio kind of voice going on. And God rest Dio. He rocks. Black Bolt rocks. On bass guitar, I have Quake. Because Quake brings the low end, she has the aftershock. She has total control over those low frequencies and she would be a great bassist and I think that with the way she would play with the way her styles would go it would definitely create a lot of aftershock maybe a little bit of concussion within the listeners but in a good way next on keyboards I have Medusa now you know I understand there's a little bit of a romantic thing between Black Bolt and Medusa and that's fine totally cool uh, totally okay with that but picture Medusa being able to play keyboards and she's like surrounded by this, you know, keyboard world. And she can play not only with her hands, but with her hair. And she can, you know, on one hand, on the other, with the hair, on the other hair. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Um, she would be a great keyboardist. And plus, maybe those strands can like hit different keys together. So you get these really cool chord flavors, these really cool tones and she would rock, and she would also cover a lot of ground as a keyboardist. On drums, this is a cool one. I have Dr. Octopus because why not? He would have a, a huge kick-ass drum kit. He can use his, um, his not only his, his physical arms, but his artificial arms to just hit cymbals and high toms all over the place, floor toms, snares. Maybe he would have like a really cool 
double bass drum or maybe even a quadruple bass drum kind of thing going on. And I just feel like for how smart he is and how precise he is with his calculations and his academics, he would be a really good um, percussionist. He would be very much in time with things. And he could just do all these really crazy drum fills all over the place. And it would sound really cool. But he could also bring it back and, you know, play the parts as well. But how could you not have Doc Ock as a drummer? He would just, he would, he would be so cool. And plus, seeing a guy play with, like, eight arms, playing the drums, yeah, I'd pay money to see that. And then finally, not one, but two guitar players in the band. And this was a little hard for me because I am a guitar player, and this was the, the one part of the band that I had sort of a little hard time deciding on who I wanted. But I ultimately decided on these two because not only do they have the personality to rock the house every night, but they got the looks, they have the charisma, and they have the abilities. That is, the Human Torch and Spider-Man. Think about it. They've worked together before. The Human Torch could do these really cool, fast lead guitar lines with fire shooting everywhere. Spider-Man would just be, you know, swinging from the rafters, just rocking out playing guitar. He's also had a punk rock version of himself playing guitar as well. But he could do all sorts of crazy things, like maybe throw his guitar out in the crowd, catch it with his web, Come, you know, bring it back and start ripping into some more stuff. It'd be one hell of a spectacle. I think it'd be really cool. Plus, they, like I said, their personalities are definitely in a guitar player type vein. So that rounds out the band. However, having a band is one thing, but it's the crew, the behind the scenes force making everything happen day in and day out. And I have gone through and picked out very carefully the crew behind the MCLC band. I don't have a name for them yet, but I'll take any suggestions. This is, you know, the fun part about this show is that I can just kind of fire off the hip with these random ideas, but this one I'm having so much fun making. Um, so let's go right away. The guy who is the tour manager, and this is important because you have to have somebody who's very kind of cold, they see things black and white. They're intimidating. They're the boss. You know, as soon as they walk into the venue, they mean business. I thought Dr. Doom, that guy, if he was to walk in there and say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm the tour manager. I'm in charge. Where do I, like, what's, what needs to happen here? People would bow down, get it done. You see him just, you know, in the game, he's just a force. So you want that kind of force driving the tour. As a production manager, that's kind of the right-hand man of the tour manager. This is someone that makes sure that all the show details are going to go along smoothly. Everybody's accounted for for local stagehands, all the right powers there, all the little like kind of precision planning that goes into each show day after day. I decided to go with Blue Cyclops because he is a tactician. He is the leader of the X-Men. He's used to handling things in a group, but he's also very strategic in how he sees things. Um, and also, he doesn't really... He, he just kind of, to me, would be the sort of person where like you want him in charge. You want him to make sure that if there's any issues going on with the production, he'll be the one that you come to. You say, hey, listen... We're having an issue with this, and he would just go out there and get it done. He's very pretty much by the book. He's, I guess, a Boy Scout in certain uh, aspects of his personality, but you kind of need that. You need someone that's going to be responsible enough to make sure that the production is firing off on all cylinders. Next to a production manager, you got to have a production assistant. You got to have somebody that can 
sort of take the load off the production manager, make their lives easier. And, and also the production manager and the PA, uh, that's short for production assistant, they work hand in hand. And with that in mind, you need someone that also too can get down to business, but they are also in control of like the local runners. They make sure that they're out there getting whatever the band needs. They're putting out small little fires if they have to, but they need someone who can kind of be a little bit of an ice queen. And I went with Emma Frost because Emma Frost is not only brains, but she's beauty. Plus having the mind control thing, if someone's not really kind of doing what she says, she can just get inside their brain and say, hey, listen, this is how we're doing it. And plus, you know, the production assistant, you know, they're going to walk around and kind of check in on things. And you know what? I would like to have Emma Frost on a tour. She'd be great. She'd be a killer hang. At least in my opinion. Uh, for stage manager, this is someone who is in charge of whatever activities are going on on stage, making sure nothing is going awry, taking care of the locals, taking care of the crew, making sure everything is moving at a really good pace, being a leader, being efficient, but also being there for his people. Captain America fits that bill. If he was to come on the deck and say, hey, everybody, I'm Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. We're going to unload these trucks. We're going to load this production up. Let's get everybody together. Let's work as a team. We got one common goal. That's the kind of guy you need. You need Captain America to be on the front lines of the production on the stage, making sure everything is moving as planned. Now, to shift gears a little bit, I want to kind of go into the more technical aspects of the crew. So we all see those fancy lights at shows and there's people at these consoles at the front of house or in the center of the excuse me, of the arena, that are taking care of that, or the amphitheater, whichever venue they're playing. Um, for those people, I have selected the following. For the lighting director, I've gone with Electro. Um, Electro kind of makes sense because obviously he's got a very colorful personality, but if you look at his specials in the game, there is sort of a little bit of a light show with everything. I think he'd be really good at doing that. He could, you know, create some different looks. Um, and also having control over electricity, he could kind of, you know, create some other external lighting, if you will. And I think he put on a pretty good show. Um, for video director, I had to go with Mojo. Mojo makes the most sense. He is very technically savvy in that department. He's always on screen. He's always looking for viewers. He's always chasing, you know, all the likes, if you will. And if he was in charge of broadcasting the concert, either live streaming or, you know, taking care of those big video walls that you see in concerts, I would want him in the driver's seat for that. Now, I know his personality is a little bit quirky because he tries to kill the X-Men on some game show of his, but he would just be there to make sure the show looks really good in the video sense. For front of house audio, um, I kind of picked two people. One's going to be a little weird. The other one um, will make sense once I explain it. I went with Daredevil and Mr. Fantastic. Now, obviously you're thinking Daredevil's blind, but Daredevil has acute senses. And also when it comes to sound, it can overpower him a little bit, but I think if he was to kind of, you know, hear how the PA is working and maybe they can kind of, you know, squash different frequencies that don't sound good, he could turn to his partner who would be Mr. Fantastic. Because I want the smartest man in the universe to be running the show, audio-wise. I think he and Daredevil would be a great combination because 
He's, you know, Daredevil, Daredevil could be like, hey, listen, um, at this frequency, the mids, let's squash them. Let's turn the bass this way, raise the highs. Um, we could use a little bit more compression here. We could do A, B, and C. And then Mr. Fantastic could just make it happen. Plus, if anything else were to happen at front of house, I would want Mr. Fantastic there because he could repair it while still running the show because he's got that stretching ability. Um, going further, for my... VIP and meet and greet people. I have Squirrel Girl and Kamala Khan. You want bubbly personalities that are going to be liaisons for the guests whenever they do the meet and greet with the band. You want people that are gonna, are gonna excite them, get them revved up for it. And I just feel like they're cute. They got a personality, and they would do really well um, with the fans of the band and bringing them to said meet and greets whenever they have them at the shows. Uh, for my booking agent. The person who is in charge of making sure the tour is logistically sound and making sure all the cities are are going to be happening on a on a daily or sorry not not on a daily basis, but making sure that like the routing is secure, every venue is squared away, and it's going to happen. I would have vision. I kind of want the human supercomputer to be in charge of that because he can see every little thing. Um, he'll run the numbers to make sure that they work out really well, and I trust that kind of guy. He's Personality is a little bit stiff, but for a booking agent, I can't see anybody else that really fits that bill other than Vision. Um, for my merchandise people, I have Gwenpool and Rocket Raccoon. I think if those two were hanging out at the merch booth and trying to sell things to you, um, you could not help yourself but buy from them. They both have these very kind of like sarcastic but funny personalities and I think they would also be able to sucker a lot of people into being like hey listen you're buying this t-shirt I don't care what you say uh or else you know Rocket Raccoon will take a maybe some guys you know what is he taking Guardians of the Galaxy like someone's eye or arm or something like that but you know what I mean I think they would be very good uh merchandise people um for the MC of the show I have to go with the Merc with the Mouth Deadpool. If he was to come up on stage before the show started, I know he would hype the crowd up really well. He is a little bit of a blabbermouth, but I think if you were to kind of, you know, reel him in, um, he would do a really good job with that. But I think it would also be really good with dealing with the hecklers um, because we've all seen how uh, <laughs> how kind of of a quick draw he can be. So if he was out there and someone was to be like, oh, hey, the band, blah, 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 blah he would probably dispose of that person uh, in a very hilarious way. I'm not saying like he would kill them, but he would just give it back to them. So I would want Deadpool to be the guy in charge of getting the crowd hyped up for the show before a rocking band comes on. Um, For security, because you must have security, uh, all around, backstage, buses, in the venue, you name it. I have four people that I picked for this. Um... I excluded one person that I initially had on there, but I got rid of them, and I'll tell you why. I have for my security people, Luke Cage, Colossus, The Thing, and Punisher. Because if these four walk into the venue, you know that they mean business. They're going to make sure everything is secured, locked down. Um, Plus, you know, having Colossus... Luke Cage and the thing, uh, bulletproof is really cool too. And the Punisher is obviously the ex black ops guy you don't want to mess with. And also if you walked in and saw if like, if this big boulder and this big living metallic person were coming at you, you, you'd get out of the way. 
because I feel like these four would be really good at just moving people away. If a situation was becoming a little dicey, they would have more, they'd be more than capable of putting it out. I was going to put the Hulk on there, but the Hulk has anger issues. If something happens, um, yeah, I feel like he would kind of destroy the venue, and we can't be having that because the insurance companies would just be on us constantly for Hulk smash damage. We can't afford to pay that night in and night out. Uh, Hulk, it's it's a it's an okay idea on paper, wouldn't work in actuality. And then finally, our drivers, the people that are going to help us get to and from each venue. I have Red Guardian, Old Man Logan, and Thor Ragnarok. They each kind of have this, this really cool driver look to them. Um, I feel like they are reliable. They would get us to A, B, and C. Um, they're tough guys too. And I feel like the three of them together would be a really great hang with each other because that's what it comes down to with drivers. You want them to be hanging out with each other, having a good time as well. And also the crew does the same thing as well. And that's what happens because if everybody's getting there safely and soundly, everything goes really well. Now there will be some days on the road that, you know, are not going to be ideal, but when, if it comes down to that, I would trust those three guys of getting the band and crew safely to the venue around every state or country on the planet. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, it, this is this was a fun one, and uh, you know, all I gotta say is uh, go support your friends who are musicians, artists. Um, if you have a favorite band, go out and buy their music. And um, real quick pitch, um, Dream Theater has actually put out a Christmas song. If you go to their website, you can purchase it for $3. The proceeds go to benefit uh, road crews and their families. It's a really great cause. Uh, the track rocks. I got it the other day. It put me in a very good holiday mood. But um, that's all for this episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. And I will see you next time in the MCOC and Me podcast.